it's not about you. Even though your, your brand is you, unless you're your ideal client, of course, but you are making all these things attractive to your ideal client. So if your ideal client um, shops at Target and, you know, doesn't mind a beer on the weekends, loves barbecues, you are not going to sell them that elevated white couch experience and martini experience. They don't want that. They're not attracted to that. So don't get it twisted. If you are attracted to that, that's great. But is your ideal client. Are you a photographer looking to build a five or six figure business that has both time and financial freedom? Maybe you're struggling to get clients on your books that don't know what to do to bring in your next lead. Maybe you're frustrated with social media because you see it working for other photographers, but you aren't seeing any results. Maybe you're an established photographer with a solid client base, but you're looking to go next level. The truth is that taking pretty pictures just isn't enough anymore. In order to build that dream career as a photographer that you had when you first got into this industry, it's going to take a toolkit of business skills, marketing strategies, and accountability. Hi, I'm Brooke Jefferson, a lifestyle photographer, marketing strategist, and business coach for photographers. Welcome to the Book More Clients Photography Podcast, where I share tried and true marketing strategies, interview other photographers and experts, and pull back the curtain on what it really takes to be the go-to photographer in your specialty. My goal is to help you turn your business both profitable and purposeful. If you're ready, let's jump on in to today's show. Today's episode has been a long time in the making. I'm so excited to welcome my dear friend and first hire in my business, Molly Pierce from Molly B Creative. Molly is one who wears many, many hats. She is a wedding videographer. She is also a brand designer and she started out her business as being a VA. She was my very first hire and I just adore her. We've become such great friends over the past two and a half years. And I want to dive in and tell you just a little bit about her before we dive into today's conversation. Molly is an Enneagram 2 brand and graphic designer. She lives in Montana with the love of her life and her cutest golden retriever, Nelson. You can catch her watching reality TV, sipping on an oat milk latte, and of course, snuggling that beautiful golden retriever and making hilarious reels with him as well. I'm so excited to welcome Molly to the show. So let's dive on in. Thank you, Molly, for coming on the show today. When I say that this has been a long time coming, it has been almost two years in the making because what people don't know is you are my podcast editor. So that'll be interesting and fun to get into. But go ahead and introduce yourself to those who might not have heard of you. Um, so my name is Molly and Brooke told me before we started that I needed to not leave anything out because I am a multi-passionate entrepreneur <laughs> and I tend to just like simplify it for people, but I'll just kind of tell you everything that I do. So I am a graphic and brand designer at Molly B Creative. And then on top of that, I am a wedding videographer in my state of Montana. And then I am also, like Brooke said, a podcast producer, which falls underneath Molly B Creative. So I do all the things and I love stress and hate sleep, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) Man, isn't that the truth? Well, before we go any further, you also have to tell us 
your other two favorite things in your life, which are the two men in your life. Who is that, Molly? Oh, yeah. I shouldn't forget about them. Yeah. So I am married to my junior high school sweetheart. Um, his name is Trenton. And I also have a puppy slash child named Nelson, who's a golden retriever. And he's my whole world. And I sometimes love him more than my husband. So. <laughs> yes, we are so guilty of doing that. When when I see like dog mom memes and quotes and stuff, I literally think of you all the time. And I think every time you post things of Nelson and you're like, oh my gosh, he's the best. He's the sweetest. Like, I just love him so much. I'm like, just wait till you have a baby because that love is going to explode even more. So I love it. You're the, you're like the best dog mom on freaking Instagram. I can promise you that. So <laughs> all I have to do is feed him and put him in bandanas. It's pretty easy. <laughs> Gosh, he's so precious. We could have a whole podcast over Nelson, although that would probably get super boring after a while. So, okay. So I brought Molly on specifically to discuss what branding means for photographers, but not only that, I, I really want to preface this episode too, before we dive in and say, by now you've already heard the spiel that I am redoing, revamping the blueprint program. And that we are going to be doing a 12-week walk-along course and going in week by week to all of these lessons and doing a deep dive. Well, one of the very first things we're going to be tackling is talking about branding and messaging. And I was telling Molly earlier that branding and messaging very much are like peanut butter and jelly. You can't have one without the other because you can't create a brand if you don't know who you're speaking to. And you can't really capture that client if you don't have the branding to go with it. So it's very much a peanut butter and jelly situation. And I'm excited because Molly's really going to dive into why branding is important, why it's not just a logo or the visual aspect, but really what branding means, how you can infuse it into your business. And then I will do a deeper dive for those of you that join us in the blueprint, where we're going to combine that with your message, your messaging. So that way you are standing out and talking to your right fit clients. So, okay, Molly, let me just start off with question one. And that is what is branding to a photographer? What does that even mean? And why should we even care about branding? Yeah. So a lot of times whenever I work with clients, they initially think about like, oh, I need a brand. And their mind immediately goes to their logo and, you know, all the visual aspects. And while those things are really, really important, whenever you're a photographer and most of my branding clients are photographers. So that's why I am so passionate about branding for photographers. When you're a photographer, a strong brand starts with you. Like it's not about the logo or the visual elements it's your client process, your client experience, and how you present yourself as the business owner, as the photographer. Your personality is going to play a very significant role in attracting your dream clients. So you're the one that's going to be spending time with them. Um, so you'll want to connect with them on like a personal level. And, you know, it in turn influences a more positive experience with your clients. Your brand as a photography business lets your clients get to know you before they even reach out to you. It lets them know what it's like to work with you. And it gives you an opportunity to put a lot of information on your website and tell your story and using social and use social media to connect with them. Um, it really attracts your dream clients and allows them the opportunity to connect with you and your personal brand through your personality. I love it. Okay. One of the things 
that I get asked all the time. And I think even for me, like I go through seasons of how do I stand out from all the other photographers? Like, I feel like that's such a common question that photographer business owners, really anybody has is how do I stand out? And I feel like because photographers and videographers and all of us are very visual, we are creatives in a very visual sense. I feel like it's even 10 times harder for photographers to try and stand out because then you could break it down and generalize people and group them up by their style. So maybe you've got all the dark and moody photographers, you've got all the light and airy. And I feel like that still doesn't necessarily go with branding per se. So let me just ask you, what are some ways and it could be anything through client experience, it could be a visual technique, whatever, especially because I love asking you just because you're not a photographer, but you are very familiar with the industry. What helps photographers stand out above others, especially in a social media online presence? What makes you go, oh my gosh, I love that photographer. I actually wish I could hire her one day or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So as a photographer, I feel like you have four like pillars, I guess you could say of what could make your strong brand. So obviously the most obvious one is your photographic style. So whether you are a light and moody or you're dark or light and moody, light and airy or dark and moody or, you know, warm and cozy, that's going to speak a lot to your brand in itself. Um, the other one is my favorite example that I really, really think helps to separate um, what you like and what your ideal client likes um, is your studio environment. And I'm, I'm doing air quotes for podcast listeners. Um, I'm doing air quotes around studio because even if you don't have a studio, this applies to you. So this is the way that you present yourself or if your client was to walk into your studio, if you had one what would it look like? You know, it should be a reflection of your personality and your style. How is it decorated? How does it make them feel? So if you are wanting like a very high end elevated experience, you're going to walk into that studio. It's going to have white couches, black and white decorations. You're going to be served like a martini or a glass of wine. You're going to be served this elevated experience. Or if you are more of like a cozy, relaxed photographer and you want your experience to come off that way, your studio would have like some neck leather couches, a fur rug, lots of throw pillows. You're going to offer them a beer or a whiskey as Brooke likes. <laughs> You're going to really focus on that cozy experience. You're going to like be watching the office on in the background. You're going to be, you know, just making it seem more like a relaxed environment. So your studio environment is the way that you present yourself. Think of yourself as that studio. You know, are you going to make dirty jokes to try to make dad laugh at the family pictures? How are you different in your studio? So this kind of plays into the experience. So that is just a huge, important piece of your brand that you cannot forget is your client experience. Um, it's what gets your clients talking about you, good or bad. You know, if they have a bad experience, they're definitely going to talk about it, but you want to make sure that it's a good experience. So in your industry, the customer service that you provide is just such a huge aspect of how your business is perceived and valued by customers. So if you are sending out a style guide versus um, just telling them, I don't care what you wear, whatever. Showing them that you care and that you're putting in all those extra steps is a part of your brand, even if it has nothing to do with your logo or your colors. But leading into that, it also has to do with your cohesive marketing identity. So that means 
your style guide, your booking platform, all that stuff has to be cohesive. So every piece of marketing you put out into the world has to have like a similar look and feel. Um, You don't want to have your pictures be these light and airy photos and then your style guide or something like that encourage dark and moody elements. So you have to use the same colors, fonts, style elements, and all of the marketing materials like your website and social media and anything that's like associated with your studio or your services. Yeah. Okay. So there basically there are a ton of ways to help us stand out, but I think it's important. And I think my favorite thing that you said was everything has to be cohesive. You can't just walk into a home and then go through every single room and it be like seven different designs and styles, because then you're going to be feeling all kinds of different ways. You walk into the red room and all of a sudden you're like, oh, wow, this is one feeling. And then you walk into the light and airy room and then you're on a whole nother planet. And so I think that this is the most common metaphor visual for photographers, though, is that a lot of times we have messy homes that just do not, that nothing matches, nothing is cohesive. And so we try to nail a certain style of image and then we go find a super cute logo off Etsy or something that has nothing to do with who we are, doesn't even resonate at all. And then we're just like, paper macheing everything together, right? Bits and pieces. And then we're left with not a cohesive business. There's no branding. There's no, oh, that's definitely Jessica's work. Or um, you have to go see Sarah because she's phenomenal and does blah, blah, blah. So I love the main thing that you said. And the main point that I want to get across to you when it comes to branding is everything works together. And if it's not all fit, your client experience, your branding, your messaging, your pricing, that's a whole nother subject. It all has to tie together and it's all elements of branding. So I think a cohesive brand, if I'm right, is what we're going for. Am I right? <laughs> exactly. And one of the big things to keep in mind when you're doing all of those things is that it's not about you, even though your, your brand is you, unless you're your ideal client, of course, but you are making all these things attractive to your ideal client. So if your ideal client um, shops at Target and, you know, doesn't mind a beer on the weekends, loves barbecues, you are not going to sell them that elevated white couch experience and martini experience. They don't want that. They're not attracted to that. So don't get it twisted. If you are attracted to that, that's great. But is your ideal client? Mm, That's good. And that's something that we really need to take a hard look and really identify who our right fit client is, which that's all, again, a whole other topic. That's why I love branding. There's just so many branches on this one tree that you can go. And this is one of the main things that I help people figure out inside of the Blueprint program. So it's another reason to go save your seat. Doors are open now. Cute little plug there. (laughs) Um, But I also want to, I want to go back to some of the branding pieces that we talked about. And one of those is the client experience. I would love to know maybe like what's one or two things people can start thinking about right now to where they either can implement it into their photography business or tweak it to fit their right fit client a little bit better. Um, What are two areas or two maybe parts of the client journey where you feel like it would matter for them to infuse some of their brand and personality and give a heightened client experience. 
Yeah. So one of my biggest things as a wedding videographer, the reason I am fully booked for 2021 is because of my information guide, investment guide, or, you know, pricing services guide, whatever you want to call it. That has made the biggest difference. And it is one of my favorite things to design for my branding clients, especially photographers. Um, You guys have so many pictures to implement into that. It's not just words, put pictures of of people having fun, put a picture of a dad laughing at a client session and put the dad, the dirty joke that you put on there, you know, say that how much fun it is to work together and show them exactly how much fun it is to work together looking at an investment guide with information on what it's like to work with you and having that all be cohesive and really attractive to them is going to make them not only like want to work with you, but need to work with you. They're going to be like, I don't want anybody else doing my pictures because this woman is speaking to me or man. Um, but they are speaking to me and that's exactly what you want to come across in your information guide. And that will help you book, um, those higher packages, especially, Um, So an investment guide. And then also I think that um, a style guide is something and just styling in general is so cool for photographers to use that also is on brand, you know, because you get to style them to fit your color palette, which is so freaking cool. So you are doing like a brand identity. I mean, this is all saying that you have your, your logo and your color palette, all that fun stuff. Um, so if you have all of that, then you have a cohesive brand and a color palette, buy stuff in your client closet that are all those colors, you know, style them in that. And then you are always cohesive and you, everybody can look at that work and be like, oh yeah, that is definitely Brooke's work. Or that is definitely Jessica's Brooke or work or Sarah's, you know, I think that just helps so much and it really elevates your client experience. <laughs> So hmm, for all the listeners, if you tuned into last week's episode, what did we talk about? We talked about pricing tips to implement. And one of those was an investment guide. Why? Because that is the first time that you get to truly welcome your potential client into your experience. It just up levels it. It's way better than a copy and paste. Here's my prices, read through that and then go back to my page and make sure you saw my work and all the things. No, the investment guide is strategically designed and Molly knows this because she created them, you guys. Like this is the coolest (laughs) thing ever. Um, There's, I don't just throw stuff out in the shop and say, hey, this is really cool, you should go buy it. Like I'm giving you guys things Things that I know will elevate your client experience and will help you book more clients. And so that investment guide, um, there's two now that are live. So you have two versions to choose from. And they both cover the fact that they show your images. They tell a little bit about you. They show off testimonials of people that have already used you. And then they walk you through the options to work with you. And I think that's amazing. And people have complimented my, um, my style guide, my investment guide, everything that I have multiple times, because I already showed them that I cared enough to put the effort into something that they didn't even have to pay for yet. So that's one of my favorite things. The other thing is we have a style guide 2.0 in the works right now. Um, and so you'll get to buy that one soon too. And that one's going to go much more in depth. So if you have the first version, the second version is going to be even better. Um, and so that's just something else I want you guys to be thinking about. And I love that the guides are part of the client experience. I love that you love that because they're my favorite things to give people because it's like, here you go. Here's all the questions you're about to ask me anyway. It's all covered in this guide and it says it better than I ever could, you know, multiple times. So 
Oh, I love that so much. There's so much about client experience that just excites me, but those two really excite me. <laughs> yes. And I mean, I have so many ways that, you know, there's a way to brand your, your business, you know, on so many, in so many levels, <laughs> like on social media and all that stuff. But I think that the style guide is one of, I mean, those two are the most amazing ones because they affect your work and they affect your clients. And you know, it's just beautiful and aesthetically pleasing. And I love it. <laughs> yes. Okay. I have a couple more questions for you about branding. So we know the importance we've walked through different elements, things to really be thinking about. So people either are like, yes, I'm spot on. I know who I am. I have a brand. Maybe there's a handful that are like, I've already worked with Molly. I'm excited about what I'm doing. And then you've got some who are like, eh, I'm, I'm mediocre, but I really want to up-level my brand. And then we've got those photographers that are brand new. They're like, what the what? I have to spend more money and do more effort and do what, right? And <laughs> where do I even start? So that's the first question for you is, where does someone even start? Maybe one or two things to get started to start uh, going down the path of branding. What does that look like? Yeah. So there are a few, few levels, I feel like. So if you are one of those people who's like, what the, what, I don't want to spend any more money. I've already invested in the blueprint class and I know the value of branding, but I just don't have the money. If that is you, then I would recommend um, going onto Canva color palette generator and finding you a color palette based on your photography style, get a color palette, pick out some fonts and freaking stick to them. Do not waver from those that color palette and those fonts and make the, those your brand um, until you can afford something else. If you absolutely have to, go on Etsy and buy a $12 logo if you really want a logo that bad. But honestly, the logo means nothing without a cohesive brand. And so, and plus everybody else is going to have that same brand as you or the same logo as you. So honestly, I wouldn't even worry about it. I would just make sure you have a consistent color palette and fonts. So that way all of your materials, like your investment guide and style guide and all that fun stuff can be branded to you in the slightest way possible. Next thing is buying a brand kit template which by the time this podcast is released, I will be one week away from launching these. And these are the next best thing to a custom branding. So these that I offer are going to be fully custom like brand kits that I'm only selling 10 of. So once, once those 10 are gone, nobody else has that same brand as you. And it's going to be like super affordable. It's not quite a full branding package, full custom branding package, but it will get you there. And it includes like color palette, a logo, alternate logos, all these tutorials to do it yourself. It will elevate your business in more ways than you know, without being fully custom. And then obviously the next step up is to have a custom brand. And that means you're getting a logo, you're getting a brand strategy. And that is so important. A lot of people don't realize how important the strategy is. If you hire a brand designer and they don't put, give you some brand strategy or ask you questions on your ideal client or anything like that, run. Don't even walk, just run because they are not you designing your logo to fit your ideal client. And so as a photographer, I've mentioned this a billion times, it's all about your ideal client. It's not about what you want. And so don't pick a color palette based on what you want. Pick a color palette based on what your studio environment would include and what your ideal client likes and based on your photographic style. So custom branding, branding kit, and just sticking with the color palette and fonts. And those are kind of like the three pillars I recommend. <laughs> oh, I love that. Okay. So first of all, y'all are going to want to run fast when Molly starts releasing these brand kits. Cause I'm telling you right now, 
probably even three or four years ago when I was ready to elevate my brand and my business to the next level, this is exactly the step I would have gone to before doing custom. And I know we said at the top of the show, branding is not all the visual aspects and it's not. Okay. So I do want, I, here's what I want to say though. The visual aspects and the messaging of what you're saying, how you get there, how you figure out who you're serving, that comes through the messaging clarity workshop. And that's what we're going to be doing inside of the blueprint program, like the very first lesson we do the first week of February. So good news for you. By the time this airs, you've got two weeks to get in the blueprint program. And then in two weeks, we're diving through the messaging part. Then your next step would be go get your branding kit. Okay, this is going to be where you're going to be able to find that color palette, get those logos and all of that. How you get there, though, is knowing who you are serving. But if you have the messaging down, but your branding is off and and I'm going to give you guys a very tangible example. So you guys know I don't do everything on my own. I have a team. Molly's on my team. She's one of the people that works for me. And I have other people on my team as well. Well, here's the thing. Every time I get ready to expand my business or I find a new area where I need to bring on the extra support, I don't have the time anymore, all of that. I have to put out feelers and applications out into the world to get people to come work for me. And I'm telling you right now, the number one thing that makes me run the other direction is when people send me their little, almost like it's kind of like an investment guide. If they send that to me and I'm trying to hire them for, let's say, graphic help or, you know, a little bit of social media strategy and I'm looking at something that looks like it was pieced together. It's not cohesive. They try to tell me they're charging $500, but yet it looks like, you know, they put zero effort into any of it. I close out and I no longer go back to them. Like I can't even tell you guys how important it is that you combine your messaging with the visual branding aspect And Molly's like nodding her head so <laughs> hard right now, because guys, this might be your very problem of why you're not booking clients. The way that you, let's say you have an awesome, you got your editing nailed down. Your social media on Instagram, you have an awesome grid. It looks great. It's what you've learned in the last three to six months. It's your best work you've done so far. Awesome. That person gets ready to go book you. They get on your website and it looks like, holy crap, who put this together? This is ugly. It doesn't even match up. Like, I don't even want to work with this person because I can't even navigate their website. It looks like a completely, you know, just thrown together last minute thought. You're going to lose the client. Like you will lose the client. So that's why I'm trying to make you understand the visual aspect is just as important as, as the messaging, but it starts with the messaging too. And I'm just saying all that so that you don't think that you go buy a branding kit, everything changes. It's really not how it works. But if you are ready for the branding kit, you're ready for the custom design, you want to work with the branding designer, that's how you do it is after the messaging. So I just had to throw that out there. We want to do it in the right way. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's not just buying the brand kit and being like, I did it. I'm here. I have, I'm branded. It's how you implement it. And same thing with the custom design. The good thing about a custom design, especially when you work with me, I give you like a guide on how to implement it. Whereas the brain kit, you kind of have to do it yourself. It's kind of DIY, um, it, but it's, it's how you do it. I mean, just like I said, getting the color palette and the fonts and then just implementing that, that'll make you look so much more elevated in itself. And it costs you $0. So, I mean, also just a side note, a kind of a harsh side note about <laughs> it costing $0. Guys, tax write-off. 
this is a business expense. If you invest in a brand kit or if you invest in fully custom branding, if you're like, oh, I'm on the fence, these are tax write-offs. The government people pay for it. Have you guys seen that? I love that one. (laughs) Well, who pays for it? Uh, The write-off people. The write-off people? Yeah. (laughs) It's so worth it. And I can guarantee you, like, as long as you implement it right, your investment will far exceed what you put into it. I know for my branding business, after I like revamped my branding and invested in a custom website, I'm like, holy crap. Like I could charge double what I was charging, you know, like it's crazy how much it, it changes your mindset too. Once you feel more professional, you're like, raise my prices. No problem. I don't care. Who is she? Yes. But it's also because you have more clients rolling in because they're like, I want that. I have to work with her. I need to work with her, which is what you said too, at the top of the show too. But that's the whole, that's the whole idea. So I feel like there's different levels to running your business and that's, a, just getting your feet wet, trying to figure out if photography is for you, really trying to narrow down your editing style. And sometimes narrowing your editing style is just as hard as narrowing your branding. I will be totally honest, but the sooner that you brand, the better. And that's actually a question that I'm going to hand off to you is when does someone need to work on branding themselves? At what stage in your business is branding where your focus should be? If you, oh, this is hard. This is hard because my piece of advice would be to do it as soon as possible and to reap the benefits of it as soon as possible because it has such a high payoff. And obviously you guys are probably like, yeah, yeah, you're a brand designer. You have to say that. But literally, I'm not joking. As a brand designer, I used to always say, I can do my branding myself. I can do my branding myself. I can do my website myself, especially website. That's a good one. I hired a website designer and I'm like, holy crap, I look so good and so professional. And it was so much easier and so much stress-free. Like if you just hand it off as soon as possible, you have less stress. You are able to take that and implement it into everything. So once you have that branding, you know, are you planning on making an investment guide? Do you want to have your branding colors and your logo and stuff for that? That's really important. Do you want to make social media highlight icons? You know, having a cohesive brand will impact every part of your business. And so if you don't have that, the sooner you do that, the sooner you're going to start showing up cohesively on everything, your website, your photography, your mini session uh, graphic that you're promoting, you know, all these little things that you use. I I love the fact that you said, when it all makes sense, when it's all cohesive, you kind of start showing up more cohesively, more confidently and with clarity. And it's so true, especially for those people that get so lost even on what to say. So like social media captions, that goes back to branding and messaging. If you know who you're speaking to, you know what to say. And that's something that we're going to be tackling inside of the blueprint program too, because there's no need to sit there having blinking cursor syndrome, which is like my favorite thing to talk about because even I still do that. But it's just, it's always coming up with a plan. I feel like if you have a solid brand, you know who you are, you know what you do, you know who you're serving, there's really no questions left. Like you just show up better. I know I have, especially, I can't even imagine having a business where I am just so lost in my branding and not having a voice and not having any pillars to stand on. That's like building a house without a foundation. And I always love that 
love that too. <laughs> I love that. I love that. That is perfect. A perfect way of saying it because like, I do feel like branding is a foundation because it, it influences everything that you do, literally everything. So I think that is such a good way of putting that. I love that. Oh my gosh. I love it. Okay. Well, this has been jam packed of honestly, really decent perspective, lots of visuals, which I think is so important, obviously, when it comes to branding and messaging is just like giving a visual where a photographer can understand what you're talking about when it's not something we're used to. I mean, I used to even like when podcast episodes would pop up or suggested for me to listen to anytime it said branding, I was like, "Eh, I don't need that. Nope, nope, I ain't listening to another branding episode. But honestly, I don't think we talk about branding nearly enough at all. Like I really do not think so. So with all that being said, thank you for all of your golden tips. Where can people come find you on social media and look at your branding? <laughs> yeah. So I actually, I'm on Instagram at Molly B creative, and then I'm on Facebook at Molly B creative. And I am also having my website currently like redesigned and revamped to work on this template shop. So probably by the time this episode is released, it'll be done. Um, but it is Molly B creative studio.com. And that's pretty much it. Yay. Well, I'm so excited. I can't wait for your shop. I'll definitely reshare it on my stories. If you're listening to this on the day that it is aired, which would be January 14th, then come over to my stories too, because I'm going to be throwing some um, branding slides up for you. So you guys can kind of have an interactive exercise there. And I'll show you how to use the Canva color palette generator. If you've never done that, it's so cool. I do it all the time for even just like outside of my brand, I'll use it. If I'm trying to do examples of something, I'll just like grab an image really quickly and then run it through it. So it's, it's so fun, but yay, Molly, thank you so much for coming on the show today. This was awesome. Thank you so much, Brooke. It was a long time coming. I'm so glad we finally did it. I'm sweating really bad. (laughs) (laughs) I sweat every podcast. It's totally fine. (laughs) 